Welcome to Bitch Talk, booze interviews straight from the heart of San Francisco. I'm Erin. That's Ange. Hi. That's Char. Hello. You can find us at bitchtalkpodcast.com where you can sign up for our monthly e-news. For behind-the-scenes videos and two-minute clips of our interviews, head to our YouTube channel and subscribe. You can find us every other Thursday morning at 9.30 a.m. at bff.fm. And if you like what you hear, rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. For the love of God, do it. It really helps. We are virtually at SF Film, and we are with director Luciana Kaplan from the film The Spokeswoman. Luciana, can you let our audience know what the film is about? Yeah, well, uh, it's a story about Maria de Jesus Patricia Martinez, which she was launched as as a spokeswoman by the uh, Zapatistas and the Indigenous Council to run for the presidency of two, 2018. Uh, it was an an independent uh, uh, candidacy. It, it wasn't like, a, a, you know, it, it was the first time in Mexico where it was a possibility to be uh, an independent uh, candidate. So, um, as I say, the Zapatistas and the Indigenous Council decided that it was a good time to put all the subjects that were not in other candidates to talk about what was happening in in the indigenous communities, what was happening with the land that it was all taking from uh, big companies and the government, there was a, a lot of injustice and and nobody was was talking about that. So it was a good moment uh, to put all those subjects uh, on the table and not because they really want to be like seated on the presidency chair, is not what they wanted. They really mm-hmm. want to have like the spotlight again and be able to talk about it. So uh, so the film tells the story of who's Mari Chui, who's mm-hmm. actually been uh, chosen to be the spokeswoman, which is not a candidate. It's, it's different. It's the one who, um, she's the voice, but there's but the message come from all the indigenous people around the country. You know, she, uh, kind of uh, give the message, but it's, but it's not about her. So it's right. another way of of making politics. You know, it's a very different way, and I think that's very interesting. So through her trip um, to getting all the signatures, because they ask for being uh, an independent candidate to have um, an specifically amount of signatures from people all over the country. So they make this big trip all around the country, visiting the indigenous communities, talking with them, knowing what's going on, uh, spreading the word, calling for organization of uh, community work because uh, what is coming is gonna be worst for everybody. There's a lot of things going on in this country. There's a lot of violence. Uh, uh, there's uh, a lot of of problems with lands, uh, with the mining uh, projects, uh, with the mega projects. So actually, uh, the territory is being destroyed. So it's a call for life, 
And I think that was very interesting. So through the film, we can see uh, uh, parts of this trip, but as well, what what is going on on different communities all around the country, in the north, in the center, in the south, there is some kind of other like stories, like parallels, stories that tell us uh, in a very intimate way how all these uh, like problems are actually uh, damaging mm. people in their everyday life. So uh, I can say that that the film, it's about that. It's a call for organization. It doesn't matter if you're in the city, in the countryside, if you're indigenous or not indigenous, but it's saying what is progress and what is actually progress doing to most of us? What kind of life do we want to have? Um, are we want to still living in the same kind of like capitalist uh, mm. kind of way or not? Uh, what are you doing? It, I think it calls to the audience to ask uh, himself, what are you doing with uh, this kind of life? And when, where it is leading us, you know? Yeah, and this is, this is a big story. And I wanted to know how you, um, how you got the uh, trust with the National Indigenous Congress as well as Marachui to follow them and follow this story. Well, it was very complicated. At first, the first thing we did when we, uh, Carolina Coppel, which is a producer, she called me uh, one day and told me, you know, this is gonna happen. I think we really need to document this, mm. uh, this process. It's like an historical process. The first time that an indigenous woman is gonna be on the polls or she had the possibility to be on the polls. So I think we really need to follow this. So the first thing we did is to, ask for permission from them, from the Indigenous Council to follow the process. We, we were very nervous because we didn't know <laughs> what uh, are they gonna say, but they say, yes. Uh, you can film everything that is public, but you know, all the more intimate parts of the process, we don't know, we will see, but we were happy. So, okay, we have a yes. And in <laughs> during the process, uh, as, as in every documentary, you know, we will win a little bit more spaces. And that's what happened, but it took us like two years and a half to actually achieve that because mm. during the trip, it was easy because we, we were like following where she went and all, the, all these conversations and uh, all the communities, but to know exactly who, who Mari Chu was, it wasn't about her only because it's like a, a collective movement we needed to know what did she feel where did she come from what were her expectations and it was very hard to be near her because the call was it's not about her so she didn't want to talk in a very personal way so that took us a long time you know step by step we end up going to her house and talking to her and in the end of course we were very close and we ended up being with her family and everything was kind of easy, but it was a very tough, you know, road to get there. It's the first time that I have to deal with something like that because as a documentarian, one is used to be like very close to her characters from the, like from the beginning, you have all this work of, of preparation, you're close to them, you have conversations, you know, 
you work together, but here it was different. So we need all this time to like little by little, step by step, uh, uh, getting her to trust us and to feel uh, close to us. And I think that after all this campaign they did, she feel uh, like more like relief. She didn't feel this burden, you know, the media and everybody asking her questions. She was much more serious. And when that period ended, it was much easier to come like close to her. But as I said, it wasn't only her, we had other characters that it was easier to, of course, to get like closer to them. And that's why I decided to have them too, because we needed them, you know, this uh, more intimate drama is, you know, all these mega projects, everything that is happening in the country actually is affecting in a very personal way to all these people. And, and we have to show that, otherwise it's just like speech, you know? So that was a little bit easier. So we mixed a little bit the trip with uh, trying to get closer to Marichui to going to these other communities and choose the right people to talk about what was happening to them in their uh, everyday life. Corruption in politics is a very sensitive subject, I think, all around <laughs> for, for everyone. And it was just so refreshing to see Marichui. She's like the, the person you want running things if politics wasn't a business. You know, that she's, she embodies that. She was chosen by the people. She wasn't groomed and bred for this role. So it was just ref, uh, refreshing to see what, what is possible, you know, if, if we rely on somebody who's of the people and her only experience is that she cares and she's been there from day one. It's just like an example of who we really need as, as leaders. So I, I love that you also included some of her personal story and, and you, you spoke to that, how it was kind of difficult for you to get, but I think that was really important too. Um, so of course, you know, anyone that Googles this race can see that she didn't become president, but, um, I love that this film talks uh, kind of makes you think of like what is progress though what is success um so can you speak to uh you know the the, the hardship of running this campaign and 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 how everybody in the end was feeling in terms of like progress and success and redefining what that means yeah i think that you know in the beginning in the beginning most of the people didn't understand what what they were talking about it's like what is your proposal what are you talking about i mean uh, you're not saying what are your plans for the campaign or, or for the government. You are just giving a message, which is we are against capitalism. We, we should change our way of living. It's very general. You, uh, and, and the message was you, you should organize. We're not going to do all this work for you. You need to organize and to fight back. And that was like kind of very general for them and didn't get it and say, well, you want the signatures or you don't want them because they seemed they wanted, but it wasn't the goal. So they, they didn't get it. It was very hard for them, I think. And and for us too, because it's we didn't we really didn't get it until the end. Said, yeah, of course. All the plan was to organize, to hear the communities again to uh, make a call for people to fight back in their own ways. We're not telling people what to do. We're just telling them, this is happening. You should organize. Nobody's going to do this for you. So I think they fight a lot with this information that people didn't actually get it. And of course, it was all these kind of technological things that people should sign in a tablet, which it, it was very expensive in a country where you have like 
20, uh, uh, no, like 53 million people that are, are in poverty, of course, they, they, they cannot afford that kind of uh, cell phones or, or, or other kind of, uh, of devices. So it was very unfair and you could see that. Yep. So that tells you about what is democracy actually. Of course, it's mm -hmm. a joke, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> like democracy is for the people that can pay that kind of thing. So um, I think that it showed all the process show uh, as well how politics works and as well uh, as it's not for everybody and of course uh, <laughs> it's for just a certain kind of people and it's not possible at that at this time to change the system in a way that we want it because as you said uh, Mari Chui she's not doing it for herself she doesn't want you know to be the hero she doesn't want to be uh, the only person that talks, she doesn't have an ego at all. It's very, very impressive. I have to say how the way she's everything that she's doing it, she's doing for you know for the good of of the communities because she knows she she needs to do. It. She didn't want to be this spokeswoman, <laughs> <laughs> and she told us that from the beginning she didn't want to do it, but she felt it you know like a call from the communities that she needed to do it, not for herself. She hated to be. Uh, the TV stations, you know, just fighting with all these very male-oriented men that ask her a really stupid questions and, mm -hmm. and to be photographed all the time, like, you are the one, but she became that, you know, because people admire her so much and she was a symbol that other kind of world was possible, another way of doing politics is possible, that... Uh, as she said in the film, and many times, it's not for the people uh, uh, from above, it's for the people, you know, for the real people. It's, uh, we are here to obey people, you know, it's not the opposite. We, uh, it's not that we are the one and you have to obey, it's just the opposite. Mm -hmm. we, we need to listen to what people need and that's what we're going to do, but we need to listen to, to more things. So the, it's a completely different way of, uh, as I said, of doing politics, of imagining another world and uh, another uh, like, like political uh, possibilities because it's not actually the left as we know it. I think they are like the real left we have a left-wing kind of left-wing government in Mexico, and it's exactly the same like the other one that we had before, a little bit better maybe, but it's, it's, it's the same system. So if you don't change the system, nothing is gonna change. And they have it very clear. And after they didn't get into the polls, I mean, it was like, we don't care. We're gonna still work because our goal is much bigger than that. Mm -hmm. We want to change the system. We want to change the way that the world is being ruled. And I think that the indigenous communities have a, much a, like a bigger scope how things should be working so we can survive as a human race. You know, that's very important. And how can we uh, make the planet not to collapse? Uh, they're very much aware about the land, about yeah. the water, about... Uh, about the environment, about how you treat people, you know, how you get involved with people. Uh, 
so all all those things is a, like a very different view of what a candidate can give you. Yeah, and um, before we wrap, which I'm really sad because there's there's a lot to talk about about Marachui, um, but the. I loved her statement about it takes it takes as long as it takes. I feel like I'm going to get that as a tattoo somewhere. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Me too, but in Spanish yeah. because it's so beautiful yeah. in Spanish. <laughs> yes, but I, I love I love her quiet resilience, and I wanted to know. Um, Angie's going to roll her eyes because she knows I'm going to ask this question. But I thought that there are moments in that film where um, the music really matched her character and her personality. So can you talk about that? It was really distinct. Uh, well, we work a lot with the music. I'm very picky with the music. I, I, most of the time I hate it because I think it just is pushing emotions to people. And I, I think you have to be very careful. So we work with the musicians. Actually, we change musicians in the middle of the process. It was very complicated to find the sound of that, you know, because you have to be like subtle, not folklorical. It just need to give this kind of uh, uh, environment of what is happening, but uh, give emotion, but in a very subtle way. So we we look for the exact instruments, and I was always telling the musician, no, less, 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 mm -hmm. and, and that that was very funny because they were like, no, but you know, this sounds amazing. No, we need less than that because otherwise it's just this big drama and the film is not about that. The music should, uh, is not a must, you know, it's only if it's giving something uh, to the environment that, make, that makes you feel some extra thing that is not in the film, but you have to be very, very, very careful not to ruin the film with the music. So. Uh, I think they did a great work. I think the the sound post producer, she's she's amazing. She's a, uh, she give it all this kind of uh, of small sounds that you know, put it uh, gave the film life, you know, but not in a very uh, dramatic way, but as a way she is and the movement is, you know, it's subtle. It's 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 different it sounds in a different way so i have to say it was a complicated process and <laughs> and basically it was to find the right sound and in a in a small way you know um yeah as i say it all the time just saying no let's 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 put this music away it doesn't work uh, the image is very powerful we don't need music so <laughs> and it's something that I, it always happens in the films I made. It's always about less, 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 less bad, <laughs> but that that is still powerful in its own way, you know. So yeah, well, I and the song I, over I, the credits though. We oh yeah, song over the credits. Who yeah. is this artist? That was incredible. Yeah, I think that in the end we needed to end with the blast. All the music <laughs> is very yeah. subtle, but we thought that the people should leave the. Uh, like the theater with this idea of power and fight. So uh, we found this uh, indigenous rap musicians that are, are very famous. I mean, they're not new, but we put them together. They wrote this song just for the film. And I think that it works very well because in the end you, you end up 
not sad, not saying, well, you know, again, like the system won again and we're sad. No, we have to fight. And I think that works very well for the for this idea of, of just go out and fight for what you think is right, you know. Yeah, well, it gives us a lot to think about. So thank you so much for this film. The film is The Spokeswoman. We've been speaking with Luciana Kaplan and thank you so much for being on Bitch Talk. Thank you. It was a pleasure talking to you. If you like what you hear, rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. For more information about us, you can head to bitchtalkpodcast.com. This podcast is created, hosted, and executive produced by Aaron Lim. My co-host is Angela Tabora, a.k.a. Captain Party. The show's edited by producer Shar. We're powered by GoTo Productions.